Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while. It's been too long. It's the BDP cast, um, episode 10, but a kind of a special edition. I had the idea that I get my brother on. Hello, Mark. Introduce yourself, you dick. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is my younger brother, Mark, whose birthday, time of recording, is tomorrow. What time is it now? Well, like 45 it minutes. Is yeah, literally, 45 minutes. Birthday tomorrow. But... um. Yeah, this is going to be like a football special. Um, the season starts in, tw- is it the 12th of September? Six yeah. days? 12th. Yeah. Six day, nearly a week. Six days. Oh, the goosebumps are coming. Wow. So um, basically, I am a bit, well, as people know, if you've listened to the podcast, I do delve into Man United now and again. Now, this not this chat might not be for everyone, but fuck you guys, you can go. <laughs> no one has to stay and, wa- and listen to this. But for the football um, for the football heads, I am a lifelong United fan, brought up United and Mark is Chelsea, but uh, yeah, you can see he's, little, oh, he's grimacing now. <laughs> Mark was brought up a United <laughs> fan, but at the age of eight? Seven, eight, yeah. Seven or eight. Yeah. Um, he fell in. Like, you, t- you tell the story of how you became the turncoat. Right, at least <laughs> I get to finally <laughs> tell the story. Justify it. The millions <laughs> and millions. Um, this is my story, and I fully stand by it. Um, well, you could say that I started getting an interest in Chelsea... 2002, 2002-ish, where there was a girl in my class called, do you remember Emily Brown and Alex Brown? The two Chelsea heads? Yeah. And like, I would have been friends with Emily and would have been chatting to her and her dad and stuff. And he's always on to me, oh, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. So that's how I got to know Chelsea. That's where my first kind of interest in Chelsea came because I'd be looking out for them. And Oliver... We had a neighbour when we used to live in England called... Um, Still keep me talking about Ollie. Yeah, Ollie. Uh, he was a Chelsea fan He's as well. a Spurs fan now. He's that, you say I'm a turncoat, but that we'll go into that later on. But right, okay. going from Chelsea to Spurs, that's a sin from from a Chelsea point of view. But we'll not go into that right now because... We're focusing on your turncoat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where I got my first interest from Chelsea that I looked out for the results between Ali Mitchell and that and got to know players like Zola, who was in the end of his career. But um, yeah, when I first made the, the jump, I suppose, was, it was I think it was my eighth birthday. It was my eighth birthday. So this time... Well, so it's your anniversary of being a turncoat, man. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll stop, I'll stop now, I'll stop. Uh, what's that? 18 years ago now, is it? Fuck, it yeah, is. yeah. 18 years ago, wow. Um, I had a Man United shirt, and the sponsor got all ripped off it, the Vodafone. From, so it would have been would have been 2003 when I got that jersey, because I remember that Man United shirt. It was the Vodafone one with black trim on it. Um so that ripped, and then we were at uh, our cousin's house, um, Emma's, and I remember turning his mum saying, can I get a new shirt? Because my sponsors had ripped on the shirt. And she said, yeah, no problem. Um, and I went into, uh, I can't remember what it was called. I think it might have still been JD Sport. I don't know how long they've been a thing, but I'm pretty sure it was like JD Sport. Or was it JB? It's either JB or JD, but that doesn't really matter. Um, went in anyway, and looking at the football shirts when I saw the Chelsea one the Chelsea blue um and Love I at first sight I just had it <laughs> I just had it in my head I, I I can I can still see it now as clear as I can see you right in front of me I can just see it up there and I remember thinking do I do it 
do I get a Chelsea shirt? And this, I knew nothing about the ownership with Abramovich. I didn't know many of the players. I knew Hasselbank, <coughs> Johnson. You were eight years old. That's what I mean. But still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember things like, do I do it? Do I get a Chelsea one? And then on the Chelsea shirt, you're able to turn it inside out. And it turned into a training top. And that, that sold me. I was like, it's two for one. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to okay. go with this one. Yeah. And I remember thinking, uh, definitely a part of that decision was me thinking I'd go into school and say to Emily Brown, I got a Chelsea shirt. Oh, so you, you really fancied her? No, 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 no. Just so I could like kind of see her dad like after school, but I yeah, got a Chelsea shirt, I'm a Chelsea fan now. And just be, I don't know, just... Right, okay. Just to kind of... You didn't think of the life. Impress him kind of thing. Impre I think impress I, him? Not impress him, but right. like just be, go over and be like, oh, Chelsea shirt. Just to kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but that was definitely on my mind thinking back. I can think back and say, I wanted to go into school and be like, oh, I'm Chelsea fan now. And, and just get a reaction or something, which is weird, but got the Chelsea shirt anyway. And I remember telling them and he was like, well chuffed. I remember him. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much, that's how... I started to support Chelsea was getting that shirt thinking, yeah, I'll just do it. I knew nothing about this Abramovich takeover, <coughs> nothing like that. I was eight years old, but here we are in 2020, 18 years later, to the day nearly. Yeah. To the day. That's funny, man, that's, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's synchronistic there. Yeah. That to is the synchronistic. Day, I'm still getting it as a nearly 26-year-old turncoat traitor. This is what I'm saying. You didn't think it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> your cousins, your family, all united. You're like, they didn't think, oh, when I'm like fucking 20-something years old, <laughs> the grief and hassle I'm going to get. But yeah, I don't know. We just like to rise. Nah, it's really, all, it's, it's fun. It's, it's but some, yeah, but it's something that really irks you. It's it easy does. to push your buttons on it. Like, yeah, very um, much so. In fairness, Mark is far more a football head than I am. I do enjoy my Man United. Like, like, of course. I'm not going not gonna to lie. I, I do follow them. I actually follow them probably more now than I did back when I was younger. Oh, absolutely. Like, And uh, that's going through the fucking shit times now. That's, f it's, that's, do you know what the crazy thing, I've always said this, you, you kind of, I was in and out of it. Yeah. But even at that, you were, you were more out of it than you're in yeah. it. Definitely. Yeah. Growing far up. more into music and, yeah, and all massively. that kind of stuff growing up. And it's funny, like United had all the success, all the titles, but that's all what the I trophies. That's I think was part of it. I was so used to winning yeah. that it was nearly boring. But then when you got into it, was when United started to turn shy. So yeah, but I was getting old. Yeah, yeah, I was getting I know, older but too. It's funny that mm. you weren't really in it when they were like the biggest team. Well, they obviously are still one of the biggest teams, but one of the most successful teams. And then when they start, the trophies start drying up, you're more invested, which is kind of kudos to you in a way because some of the fucking. Yeah, I'm not plastic. <sighs> yeah, well, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've definitely, um, I know that myself. I'm far more into United now than I was. Massive. I can see that. It's like a hundred um, times more. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why that is, though. I, because I, I, I always, I always did support them. I always did like them, but I wasn't as, what's the word? I don't know. <sighs> Invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Care as much, maybe. That's mm. it says. You get so we were fucking spoiled. We were spoiled, spoiled, spoiled. We didn't realize how spoiled we were. I think until, like, none of us really predicted how far United would drop. Uh, like, oh, we no knew way. there would be a drop because Ferguson is such a good manager, and we knew it wouldn't. 
but we did not think it was going to be as bad as it, w- as it, as it, as it went like you these say, last drop, 10 years. Like when he left and United were the champions, whatever, ran away with the title with Robin Van Persie that year. No one could have... People might have been like all second or third, but I don't think they even finished Champions League that year. I think they finished seventh under Moyes. We, uh, no, Moyes got sacked. Yeah, but I think they finished oh. that season seventh. I'm yeah. pretty sure, which nobody... That the same squad had fucking won a title That's the year before. The crazy but that thing. is the testament to Alex Ferguson. Yeah, he huge. should not have won a title with that squad. Van Persie did win him that league, yeah. along with uh, yeah. you know. But um yeah, so I am I'm fucking more invested now, but it's fucking stressful, man. I mean oh, Jesus. I wish I wish I could at that age appreciate just how good we had it. Because mm. I didn't fully understand. Because yeah. all I knew since day dot was win, 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 win. You know, my earliest memory of Man United is See, th- is the the, tre- the the chap the treble the Champions League final? Oh, really? That is my earliest memory of United. I swear, whether it was that Johnny and Andrew were babysitting us that night, our two cousins, our two cousins now are big Man United heads. Hence why we kind of got into football was through them. And yeah, I love for Man United. Well, my love for Man United. Um, but yeah, my earliest, I suppose, I don't know, was Johnny and Andrew babysitting us, and the game was on. We watched it. Or I remember watching it. Or they brought it over and had a v, uh, on VHS on a videotape mm, yeah. and watched it. And I remember sitting watching it. I remember the fucking goal going in Solskjaer and all really? that. Like, yeah, yeah, that's my early that is that's earliest memory. United is Champions League. Do you remember playing in the sitting room with Dad with the football and stuff? Nah, your memory is so much better than mine. You know, though. the little, it used to be like, um, it used to help you do kick the uppies. Oh, it was on a, on, oh, a, on a string. Yeah. Orange football, no? I don't, it wasn't orange football. It was like on a black string. It was like a little belt. You used to wear it around here and you used to help you to keep the uppies. Right. It was like it a mini football? No, no. No. I know the one you're on about. No, it was like a black and white ball. No, And you I could kick remember. it and no. it'd come back to you. No. But we used to like play around like and stuff in the sitting room with that. And no. No, I don't. During Champions League. Like, champion. <laughs> That's been, man, since day dot. Like, yeah. so I can remember that on the TV, the advert. That's 99. Like, so you would have been, what, seven? Seven, yeah. So you'd have been five. So yeah, yeah your memory yeah. would be a bit more like. But um, f- yeah, five actually. Well, that was in May. It would have been May. Yeah. So no, I was only four at the time of the Champions League. But at that age, I was fucking football mad. I played football. Uh, oh, I remember your first game every yeah. week. I, I remember I used to get fucking nearly cry if it was a draw, <laughs> not yeah. a loss, like a draw. I used to be getting. That's how because it was always win, win. We had this winning mentality. We always won. Mm. And if a draw or loss, it was like a draw was like a loss to us drawing a game like because we always fucking could win and no matter what for one nil down 90 minutes left you still had this fucking hope that or you, this feeling deep down that we're gonna get two we're yeah. gonna get two mm. we're gonna win and fucking Fergie time man yeah it was a thing how how the mighty have fucking fallen and how you, like Chelsea have risen too because back in that time Chelsea weren't knocking around anywhere near United back 99, 2000 early 2000 until Mourinho came in wasn't it? No, no? Ranieri we finished second on the Ranieri we were always there thereabouts man we were always sniffing around the top four yeah, for the longest four, time but no, people don't realise that I don't we won a few FA Cups we won the, uh, the Super Cup we beat Real Madrid in the UEFA um, what was it? Uh, cup winners cup beat Real Madrid like mm. people don't realise that oh Chelsea have no history before 2003 they won a few titles we've been successful in Europe it's like won a few titles as in Premier League titles no 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 not titles as in Premier League titles but as in titles as in your FA Cups yeah trophies um, yeah, yeah we won trophies yeah I remember I remember Ranieri at, at the club but I did not realise that he finished fucking second, second. Yeah. he got sa- he sacked for finishing second because the Bramford wanted Mourinho Oh, he's got stung twice then, the poor cunt. Mm. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. 
But um, right, what we're going to get onto here and here is just <laughs> we had to give a little backstory to that because yeah. <laughs> Mark's been suffering since I don't know what age. Abuse from me and Andrew and Johnny for a switch since to Chelsea. This day, but eighteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, right, okay. But there's a side of it too, right? Part of me, part of me is a bit gutted that you did because. You watch Johnny and Andrew that come together and watch United games and like they're just ah, oh, it's just like I'd love to be able to sit and watch a game with you and both of us be fucking sporting the same team. Yeah, and it that's would be nice. But the other mind. side of it too is it is it is it is good to to have that that Chelsea United uh, any time Premier League or whenever we're playing at the for us it's a thing. Yeah, because we know <laughs> our like my little younger brother sports Chelsea, I sport. Yeah, it's it make it put, puts more emphasis on the game or makes it even bigger for, for us. And oh, it's yeah. like. Do you know what I mean? It's like even yeah, more yeah. special because yeah, we can definitely. like so th- that is cool as well that we mm. I'd lo- would love to like we could both support team and like watch and sit down and have beers and like discuss it and stuff. But yeah. we can do it now with this. Of course. We can see now. We yeah. might follow up for the season because like I said, right, United and Chelsea, I think, are they're so similar and so close, especially from last season, finished on equal points, both got in two managers, Frank on like say inexperienced young former player for Chelsea, loved by the fucking fans. You could probably a legend of the club you could you could say. No? Who? Lampard. Legend. Would you say he's a legend of Chelsea, no? <laughs> he is Chelsea. Right. Over Frank Cherry, Lampard. over Drogba, over Lampard Zola, is the over man. the he Everyone. is the number one. Lampard is the number Spoils, one. Suppose number two Ballon d'Or winner. He has his number one spot. Yeah. Then he, Yeah. So then there's a little gap and then there's JT Drogba, Hazard. So he is the beloved. So he is. arguably too with, with Solskjaer, young and experienced, former player of the club and a legend for winning us that fucking yeah, Champions true, League final, true. getting us that treble. He will always go down and he will always have um, a place in any United fan's heart. Like yeah. if you are a proper fan, like Oli Gunnar Solskjaer got yeah. us that fucking last oh man. It was on. Yeah. So there's so much similarities and I think the season will be very interesting. But going by the... Oh, I don't want to get into the transfer window just yet. Like it's just depressing. Like <laughs> at the time of recording, we've bought one player and they've bought like fucking fifteen. So it's <laughs> officially seven. Uh, f- I f- I f- I, I, all, all seven, seven now are yeah, are, yeah. are confirmed, oh and yeah, you're going seven. after a keeper. Yeah, maybe Declan Eight. Rice. You're needing well. buying a new fucking squad. Like. That's the thing. We could end up with. We're. I'd say <sighs> we will buy a new keeper. So I'd say absolute minimum we will have ended the transfer window on eight players, but it could be more, which is nuts. Oh man, <laughs> that's like Chelsea. The way I think Chelsea's run. Oh, it's fantastic. And I think the relationship that Lampard has with—that's the thing—and a a big Abra- Abramovich is yeah, it? Yeah, a big help that might be going under the radar a bit is Petr Cech. He was brought in at the beginning of the season as a technical advisor, so his job is to basically be the guy who Lampard goes through and the board go through to talk to Lampard. So Lampard will go to Czech and say, or advise him on transfers or whatever, and Czech will go to the board. And it, it's never been, it's never been as good. That It's brilliant. It's The it's rapport between... That's exactly yeah, it. That's yeah, what he is. And yeah. that's going unnoticed. It's as if like, oh, Lampard's coming in and they're deciding to back him apart, uh, more than anyone else. We, te- yeah, by fact, they are. But Czech... Petrček is a huge part of that. That they're all un- obviously they play together. They're good pals. Petrček is fantastic at, at what he's doing. Um, and the board can go through him to Frank and just he's an advisor. So he's he's a legend of the game. Czech himself. So 
Um, yeah, it's looking quite rosy down at Stamford Bridge. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the flip side of that for Ollie is uh, they're like. Oh, and when you say flips, it is a complete is, north and south pole of how the, the two op- clubs are It's the complete run. opposite because mm. he, it's not like that we have, you can just go to say fucking, let's say Edward Vanessar and Vanessar can like do whatever. It's loads of yeah. other fa- people and fa- like, I, I can't even imagine what Ollie, the fact that I was coming out that Ollie's going to chat to the players himself to try, or not to try, but help either convince them or move along the process of them coming to the club is speaking volumes. He um, shouldn't have to do that, but he is. Yeah. Um, which is cool too, I think, but he shouldn't have to do that. There's no history of United managers, apart Ferguson maybe, but he, I think since Ferguson, I don't think United managers have had to do that. They see, normally I th- give a list. I think Ollie's, Ollie's template is taken from Ferguson a lot. I think maybe he's seen <coughs> that and he obviously, I don't know, did Ferguson do that with himself to get him to the club? He's, he's picked, a lot, I think, a lot of a Ferguson. I Maybe, think. yeah. Oh, co- well, yeah, of course he would have. No more you than know, Lampard picking up of Mourinho and Ancelotti. But apparently th- that's what Oli was. He was like a sponge. Mm. Oli was like a sponge. Even when he wasn't playing, he was observing and making notes. Well, that was another thing, though, with Oli. He was always watching and observing the game. So when he came on, he knew exactly where or what was weakness in the team or what player he could maybe fuck it. I don't know. But he was always watching the game so he could come on and he could score. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man, it's oh, the the whole thing it, from top to bottom. It the board is it's rotten. The Glazers, it's, man. It is, and Ed and Ed hasn't a fucking clue playing fucking football manager. He's a bank manager. Isn't I he? know, I know. His his his, his background is bank, and his background yeah. is finance. So it's and pure he's great finances. at that. He's great at generating money and all the rest of it. F- fantastic, but he should not be where he is now, and he doesn't want to relinquish that power. He but doesn't. You say that he's great at generating money. The financial side of it, yeah, sure. We're the richest uh, club in the world. I man. think I could sit in that job, and still, Man United would make hundreds of millions because of their global brand. I really think so. I don't think it's Ed Woodward. I think it's just the name, Man United. Mm. You say deals with the finance. He he does the transfers, right? Well, like, he's like basically the fucking CEO, director of football. The whole I think he's yeah. He's too much power. Mm. Too much power. He's he's shit at transfers. <laughs> He, I'm sorry, but he is. Like, obviously, the one standout from this season, Harry Maguire for 80 million. And then you're coming from my side where you see Leicester wanted 80 million for Ben Chilwell. And a, a, a name that I haven't mentioned is Maria Granovskaya. She's the fucking, the iron lady, as they call her in Germany. I've heard about her. She's the negotiator. Mm. She comes into Leicester and is like, <laughs> no, no, we'll take him for 45, thank you. You haven't got Champions League. You want 80, we'll give you 45. Done deal. Bang. I'm already regretting doing this podcast now. It's <laughs> getting fucking depressed. <laughs> no, because it's really a shedding light on it, man. It yeah. is, oh, man. We it are is. so well run. Oh. It's, it's silly. Now, you have to take into consideration the pandemic as well. I literally read an article today about the whole Kai Havertz transfer, and Chelsea weren't high on his list. Um, oh, no, so all the clubs weren't. aren't coming sniffing. It's only so many, and he's like, Chelsea's everyone the came best sniffing out of a bunch. It, no, that, see, that's that's the same. But after the pandemic, no, no, no. So, what I read today from the Athletic, who are a very trusted source, saying that everyone, like Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Barcelona, uh, Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, they all said to his agent last year, 2019, April 2019 that they're interested in taking him or whatever, but obviously he was priced out of a move. They wanted like £113 million, so everyone was like, nah, 
which is obviously because he's very young. He would have been 20 at the time. Um, let him play another season and see what happens. But it's said that when they first came calling, like Chelsea, they weren't very high on the list. And I can understand that because we, we like we've still been successful but we have been shite like we've been shite to watch sometimes like on the Antonio Conte's second season was depressing it was dire and funny enough we still won an FA Cup that year but he won your league the previous season I know but it's just he he fucking poisoned the place it was crazy because he didn't get his way but Chelsea I don't know Frank Lampard has brought something special to this guy I'm beaming from fucking ear to ear man because <coughs> the whole club now it's just buzzing everyone is just fucking excited and people can say on twitter whatever they want about lampard's pull power and it's all, it's all about the money whatever no frank lampard is one of the most respected men in the game he's one of the best ever to play the game from midfield arguably the best midfielder in the premier league he's up there he's he's in the conversation without question but when Lampard then, like they all agreed that Kai Havertz, we have a chance because of the whole pandemic that everyone else is priced out of the move. So Chelsea were like, we have a real chance here. Frank Lampard got on the blower to Kai and sold him the project. And Kai was sold from then. They said in the Athletic article that once he got talking to Lampard how it's going to be a fun project with young players, attacking talent, that Chelsea came to Kai and said, we're going to invest heavily because we've missed out. And then they signed Hakim Ziyech and they signed Timo Werner, who he's good friends with. Kai Havertz is good friends with Timo Werner from the national team. They're both young players. Um, so once Kai had seen that Chelsea were being serious and they had signed two players, just bang, out of nowhere, off the bat. Um, and then he got to talk to Lampard and he was sold he was absolutely sold on the project so it's it's a very very fun time to be a chelsea fan right now i know man so that that, that is part of it too you go on and it's like i don't say i'm bitter but yeah you could say i'm fucking bitter i'm fucking annoyed like it's just it's it's the fact that i think i do see so many similarities between united and and um and chelsea especially the fact we finished level point 66 ye are showing the ambition that you want to go and win the fucking league Oh, that's the thing. Chelsea are building a team to win the league and Where be competitive in Europe. Oh, and yeah, hundred percent. And you uh, can even see with Lampard's like his his philosophy, his vision. Obviously, he's taken a you know you've said it yourself a bit from Klopp, his style and stuff. Definitely. No, no harm. Look, you all get influenced by managers yep. and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Oli, I, 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 I hate to say this because I love Oli. I love him, but like I don't know is he the man? Now look, the players he has brought in. Wambasaka now well okay the start of the season until uh, maybe after the you know the whole COVID thing he, he did come out of form but before that he was arguably one of our best players. I see United fans saying that he was Player of the Year. Yeah, for the yeah, break. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, and I could, I can see that has a bit to work on going forward. But defensively, we haven't had a right back like that, and so maybe that's the, the other factor is we were so haven't had like a right back that it's decent at defending for so long like when was like yeah. when was the last time Gary Neville honest to fuck man Gary <laughs> Neville <laughs> Gary w- Neville when did he retire he retired oh man oh what uh, I want to say 20 is it like late 2000s no okay, we, we yeah we can find that out I I would we have say the, we between have, we have the internet 2000 and 
I would say in the 2011 2012 season he retired halfway through. That's my guess. Gar- what, what what did you say? 2011 2012 season. Okay, right. You've got uh, you you've got you've got the year, right? Can you guess the month? Now you've got the year, 2011. Can you guess the I month? I think it was quite early. I'm going to say November. Oh. What was it? December? No, man, February. Oh, Fe- really? February 2nd, 2011. Oh, okay. I was thinking Yeah, yeah, yeah. February 2nd, window. 2011. No. Imagine, man, 2011, like, and then you had, fucking, was it, was it Valencia? Oh, Antonio Valencia, actually. Okay, actually, no, okay, fairness, Valencia, for all time, did do well at right back. But you signed him as a winger. I know, man. To replace Ronaldo. I know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Same with Ashley Young. He was a fucking wing, winger and made into converted. a... Converted. Converted, because they weren't fucking spending money. Yeah, crazy. So frustrating. So, yeah, Wan-Bissaka, he has been good. I, obviously, he's been a wee bit out of form now since, but, you know... Uh, Maguire. I don't think he's it, man. I. <sighs> I just think the fact that he comes with the eighty million price tag. So if we got him for say, forty or fifty. Yeah, then I'd be like, mm. you paid forty fifty. That's yeah, what you're getting for the yeah, player. Yeah, that's exactly it. When you're paying eighty million, you I expect think a Van Dyke fucking. I think type. I could be wrong. I think he's the world record transfer fee for a centre back. I think. Stop spreading your lies, man. <laughs> your conspiracies. I could no, be. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm I, right. I, I think you're all right, man. And yeah, I think he is. You see Van Dyke go to Liverpool for five million less, and you see what he's done to that Liverpool team, and then you're getting Harry Maguire for five million more, and he's he's he hasn't had the impact that we no, really thought we hoped. Really Even goals, hasn't. man. We thought that he- that head of his would be up, fuck in the box, sure. bang, bang, bang. But yeah, in the was it the World Cup? Yeah, he scored a header. I think he might have scored a header. I don't know, but. This is the thing with United and, and getting players. Team C is coming and straight away it's United. The fucking price is going to be going up because they yeah. know we have the money. Of course. They know that we have the money. The other side of it too is he's English and whatever it is with these English players, there isn't like... A English fi- tax. It is, man. 100%. Oh, it is because they're English fucking players or they're, they're mm. in the England squad. They have caps. But look that at it. Puts the price Harry up. Maguire, 80 million. Aston Villa want what sixty seventy for Jack Grealish. He's got, uh, we're, not, we're not getting Grealish. Are we? Um, Leicester wanted eighty for Ben Chilwell. West Ham are looking for between sixty and eighty for Declan Rice. It's nuts. It is mental. Wambasaka fifty million. These players aren't worth that money, but because they're English, I don't. I, I don't know why, but it just is because you're English. You instantly get twenty thirty million slapped onto your price tag. Do you think it's uh, partly to the media overhype? Oh, definitely. One million percent. Now, I will say one that I completely agree with is Declan Rice. I think he's special. I think he's a really, really good player. But any of the other ones, like, of course, I'm happy that we signed Chilwell, but I haven't seen anything to make me go, wow, like, we've got Chilwell. I think going forward, I think very, very decent defensively. Oh, I tell you what. I'm so happy to see the back end of Marcus Alonso. <laughs> I fucking hate him. You have no idea, guys, how much this man dislikes Marcus Alonso. Like he, um, don't get me wrong, great left wing back, but left back, the laziest, slowest, just I don't know how to explain his play style. He's just clumsy. He. <laughs> He like he looks. Martin looks so perplexed now, trying to figure I out why Marcus Alonso's facial expressions. The fact that he's a professional footballer <laughs> just blows my mind. He has one speed, 
he has one gear. If he was a bike, he would have one gear. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Mark Goldbridge analogy there. <laughs> <laughs> if he was, if a, he was bike, a bike, he'd have one bloody gear. <laughs> if he was a bike, he would have one gear. And he does he does not have a sprint speed. He just he jogs at the same speed when he's sprinting and jogging. It's the most bizarre thing. He doesn't get back to defend. He oh that game that we lost this season three two to West Ham in the ninetieth minute. I think it was the eighty ninth and the ninetieth minute, where we were just pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing, trying to get that winning goal. Where in reality, that's something maybe we could talk about Frank and his inexperience. We should have been had enough there to see out that draw at the very least, but. We get caught on the counter. Marcus Alonso, one gear Marcus Alonso. It's on his side. It's on his fucking left flank. And what's his name? Yarmolenko is running towards the Chelsea goal. And Marcus Alonso is just, he's just poodling along. He's just a slow little donkey. <laughs> well, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. They won't score. What do they fucking do? Go and score. But do you think that's what it is? Is, is his attitude that he's like... He, I he can't be bothered, or is he actually? Is it? Is it? He just has no pace. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone has a bit of pace, but he's n- look. He's not. He's not a fucking ancient slow. Don't get me wrong, but he's he's not fast. But he he doesn't have the desire to get back and defend. He re- see, he originally started off as a winger for Fiorentina, as if. Another wrong. converted bloody winger defender. I think defender. so. I'm pretty sure he started off as a left winger, a left midfielder, and made it to a left back. So his instinct is he's he's got 22 goals for um, Chelsea. Marcus Alonso has 22 goals in five years he's been here. That's not bad for a left back. That's that, that's a bit mental for a left back. That's not really bad. And like he scores free kicks as well. But his his in his natural instinct is going forward, and even even at that. He's not good. He can strike a ball really well and he scores goals, but his attacking play, he slows it down so much. I'm getting what time is it? It's it's quarter to twelve on a Saturday night, and I'm starting to get annoyed at the thought of Marcus Alonso. <laughs> That's so how much you <laughs> Oh, I hate him. Like, I don't want to go on too much about him, but no, no, I'm, no. I'm just basically he's shit. Yeah. And I'm very happy that Ben Chilwell, who can actually use a football correctly is, is playing for Chelsea mm. now thank God time will tell mm. time will tell massively no but it just shows how much you know you're very passionate about Chelsea <sighs> you know yeah I am passionate about you now but I do think you are probably a bit more passionate oh, I live over football yeah you breathe, live breathe eat sleep eat, man. Yeah. sleep yeah. Chelsea football yeah. club I'm thinking about it there's, n- there's not an hour that goes by the day that I don't have a thought about Chelsea football That's club. That's mad, man, though. And, and I'm not over-exaggerating either. I'm genuinely not. Like, there's def- there's not one hour that passes through the 24 every day of the week that I don't have one thought about Chelsea football club. Even We went to see Tenet the other day. Oh, yeah. And I get a note, a little pop-up on my phone, Ben Chilwell. And for the remainder of that film, I'm thinking... Wow. No wonder you can't follow the bloody film, man. <laughs> You're not thinking. <laughs> All I'm thinking Ma- is... Halfway through this tenor film, Mark looked to me and was like, man, are you following this at all? And I looked at Mark and was like, to be honest, kind of not really. It was a bit of a difficult was, film to yeah, follow. Yeah. But it didn't help. No wonder, the, yeah. Fucking the fact ben, that... Ben, oh, Ben, yeah, I can't wait for that you. we had signed someone, I was like, oh, I want to see the pictures. I want to see the announcement video. I want to see everybody's reaction. Who's saying what? It's just, I don't know. I just absolutely... 
live breathe eat it yeah it's a massive massively. passion it's more than yeah. it's, it's, it's it's life oh it's <laughs> it's it, a religion for him yeah it really is it really is it's scary that it is i was just gonna say is. i'm kind of like sitting here going fuck man you need yeah. to go to a bit of fucking an aa yeah. or some and shit the funny <laughs> thing is there's people that's worse than me out there i know that but i know that i am a super obsessed dedicated fan and mm. there's people out there that is 10 times worse than me mm. which is mad to think but it is mm. No, because well, I don't say it upsets me. What, what, what I, I don't know. It doesn't annoy me. I feel sorry for you because, like, a, a one little result can fucking oh, throw you. Me. Yeah. Do you know for what? For the I week. Hate. And it upsets me that you get so <laughs> upset, man. Because at the end of the day, it's a fucking ball and a bit know, of grass. That's the sad and thing about it, it. Yeah. Well, sad, whatever. Look, we all have our, our interests and our hobbies and our passions, you know, minds, yeah. music, and other things. But, like, it does. It really does upset me that you can't, like, Maybe for a day or two, be annoyed, and then that's it. But no, it's like the whole nearly the week you be you could be livid, depending on what result or what yeah, game you've yeah. lost. Mm. I hate the early kickoffs on a Saturday. If we play at half twelve on a Saturday and we lose, <laughs> <laughs> my whole weekend is ruined. <laughs> I'm not even messing. My whole weekend, oh, not even my whole be. weekend. I am annoyed every single day until we play the next game oh, man. and I'm thinking what oh. went wrong because and do you know and, and the thing is it's because we had the likes of Marcus Alonso and Willian and Pedro that were giving me fucking fits yeah. and heart palpitations at the thought of these men playing football they they were, they were doing things to me that shouldn't be doing <laughs> to me <laughs> if that even makes sense I don't no, know I get what you're saying cuz I've seen you in action man because uh, maybe you saw me at the Liverpool Chelsea game Oh, well, you lost, was it 5-3? Five, 5-3. Three? Five, three. Yeah, I was yeah. screaming the at the television. The fact you scored three on, on them as well, you were like, yeah, we've, we, we've scored three against them and we fucking lost 5-3. Yeah. It's like, because... Because yeah. of inadequate players that, thankfully, won't be playing for Chelsea a lot this season. It's going to be very... This season's going to be so interesting, man. Oh, it's going to be nuts. Going to be absolutely Right, nuts. okay. So, do you want to do... Do you want to ch- chat about the chance transfer window so far? Or do you want to do predictions for next season? Or do you want to do... Do you want to do, do summary of last season? We have been talking about the transfer window a little bit. Right, so, maybe yeah. just a quick recap of it. Well, uh, we got Van de Beek and that's it. <laughs> 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 that's our fucking window. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, look, we have bought... We have bought on um, younger talent, under 18s. I think we bought, bought two or three. You've bought a couple three. of 17-year-olds, so, Yeah, but, like, they're not... They're no, not, There's no point, really. Yeah, so we've we bought Van de Beek. I'll be honest. I will be completely honest. I don't know a lot about the man. I've watched him... I don't. I could probably say... I could count on one hand. How I, many could, times I probably I've watched, him, watched once. him live. I watched him once, and that was probably the Europa League final. I saw him against United. Oh, and that's Mourinho. We're I, talking. I'm guessing four, he was playing for that four years ago. Four. I'm guessing he was playing then. Yeah, three, four He's years. He's 23 ago. now. He went through the academy, so he would have been 19. Because I remember that squad was really young that we played in the final too. Yeah, 19, 20. Yeah. So I don't even know. Like, I, I don't know. I I watched him in the semi-final first leg against Spurs. He scored. Uh, good and played well that game I watched um, where did I watch him I was in the 4-4 the epic 4-4 at Stamford Bridge again very good I watched him when Chelsea won 1-0 uh, away at Ajax can't really recall him having a standout performance to be honest but he he was definitely good in the game at Stamford Bridge but um, yeah no more than me haven't got a vast knowledge of him mm. oh that's the other game I watched him in when Ajax went to Real Madrid and they won. He was good that game as well. Right. But yeah, that's only three memorable accounts that I have of him. 
So I can't give. You'll always have the fans that, oh, yeah, he's good, he's creative, and Joey's a good pass, and he's a good shot, and John, they're talking out their arse. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, I could be like, oh, yeah, he's great. I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about the player. Mm. Um, I do listen to podcasts, and, of course, you know, the main one I listen to now at the minute is United Stand. And in fairness to Mark Gobridge, he has been harping on about that Van der Beek boy for over a year or more. Yeah. Funny, I watch Goldbridge every day, I think. Because he's still a fucking United fan <laughs> deep down. <laughs> deep down, he loves them. I just, I just think the way that that show was run and just Goldbridge's knowledge and passion and gets me invested. It's funny, I'm not mm. even a proper United fan. And no, because he does. He reminds me of you as in like the, the, the passion oh, and massively. his knowledge. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I say to you that you, man, I do think there's a gap in the mark for a Chelsea person. Anyway, that's another fucking thing. Yeah. I think you would be so good at that kind of thing. Because mm. you have you've su- you have such a passion, knowledge for it, and it just comes so easy to it. You'd really enjoy doing it. It's yeah. a way for you to vent as well. Absolutely, yeah. It's a way for you to vent. Oh, man. And especially your Irish. I don't think there's any uh, kind of Irish. Is there, like... Not that I know of. You know, no. uh, you, uh, there's a niche there, man, to get a fan base, Irish, Chelsea fan. I, I yeah. think you'd fly it, man, personally. Yeah, see, I have a little following already on Twitter. You do, I yeah. CFC era. Yeah. Uh, CFC underscore era. Follow, yeah. follow him on Twitter, boys. Yeah, follow I have a Twitter. Twitter. CFC underscore era. Only if you're a Chelsea fan. If you're not, <laughs> do not follow it because it will drive you up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think I've, last time I checked, was like 655 followers, which is a small start. So it's more I, than me, man. So if I wanted to tweet I've been on Twitter longer. Yeah. I follow Dave Casey too. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so that's a little following that I have, I, I, I guess. Yeah. No, that is. It is. Yeah. And like, you can use your Twitter to put up, well, I can say, well, we'll see how this goes, man. Like, this was, I says, originally an idea just to do for like episode 10 of yeah. I do a podcast BDP and I just thought, you know, kind of do a special one with my brother just to chat about the football, the, the season before it happens. And I, again, because I see so many it's like with Chelsea United that it's like similar and it's, I don't know, I see us, I see you as like rivals it's sad now because Liverpool have gone so far fucking ahead now Mm -hmm. that we can't even like yeah there's a rivalry but it's not like a rivalry for the where I see Chelsea as like proper like rivals well it is now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this season again it's 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 United and Chelsea because yeah. we finished level points, obviously. But there but has always been a little United Chelsea throughout oh, the years. Always man. has been that 2008 Champions League final, man. I oh, look at this man's face. I'll never forget it. Like I will never forget the feeling of John Terry stepping up, and my heart literally sank. I thought that was it, game over. And I remember, so did I. I remember uh, yeah, you did too. Because I remember looking over you, and you were just, and I, I just, I could have, oh, I could have collapsed. I was just like, oh, Jesus, here we go. Fucking Chelsea boy, John Terry, the captain, the man of the hour, to sp- fucking put it in the back of the net. What? <laughs> oh, Jesus, I couldn't believe it. What could have been? Oh, but look, you went on to win the Champions League, but I'll never forget yeah. that. I, but I, do you know what? I think that made 2012 so much more special. The fact that we missed out in 2008. I'll never forget that. Sure. Are you collapsed on the floor? Yeah, yeah. crying man. Yeah, bursting tears. Yeah, God but love you. No, I mean, Indigo. There was a Spanish student here at the time, and he was going for United. And just the two of us. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Like ah. the the week before that game, I had bought the new Chelsea kit, with and I got John Terry on the back. Oh, yeah. So and I was wearing it for the final. So <laughs> so when he stepped up, in my head, it's this is fate. I've got JT on my back. 
We're in the Champions League oh, final man. and he's about to win it for us. Oh. That's why I got John Terry. I didn't realise he actually had Terry on the back of that jersey. When yeah, John Terry's oh, still upstairs. Yeah. I would have burned it afterwards, man. And, <laughs> oh, and he steps up and everyone says about the slip. I've never said it out loud, but I quietly kind of think even if he hadn't slipped, I think that ball is still hitting the post. You reckon? I think he gets a clean contact on that ball and then he slips. I probably shouldn't be saying that as a Chelsea fan, but the more I've watched it over the years, I always think he gets a good contact on it and then, then slips. slips. I always thought that was crack. He hits, then slips. It wasn't slip, then hit. That's Why, the is, thing. Is, he, that, is, that he, the, is that the narrative of Chelsea fans? He, he just, slips. He slipped and that fucked mm. it. But he slipped after, after hit, he yeah, hit that ball. I, it's not I a Beckham in 2004 oh, at the Euros. And he slips. Where he slips and, and hits, hits it. Yeah. At, like, at the same time. Yeah, like yeah, JT yeah. hit it and <clears> then slipped. I I probably would say that ball is hitting the post, regardless if he slips or not. Which is which is funny that I don't really get too vexed about the whole slip thing. Because in my head, it, it wasn't going to score anyway. How many Champions Leagues have you won since the slip? One. One. But if you didn't win that Champions League? Two. It, it, no, 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 no. Wait, but sorry. If you, right, so no, no. So how many Champions League oh, have you won right. since the slip? No, if we didn't win in 2012. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, the, that's, that's that's why you're not as, ve- imagine if you didn't win. And But yeah, if we so didn't that win that one. slip would be far more. It would, but what I was thinking earlier today, just thinking about, because you were tagging me in something on Twitter about the slip. Oh, yeah. What hurt me more was the following season where we played Barcelona in the semi-final. And Iniesta scored in the last minute to send us out on away goals. Do you remember that with the whole fiasco with the referee, with the, all the handball that game? I well, don't, but I remember you on about in it two thousand nine. There was an, it was a disgrace, like it was match fixing, like you've never seen handball after handball after foul. It was the most ridiculous thing. Chelsea could have had three stonewall penalties in that game. If VAR was a thing, Chelsea would have won, or not would have won, won, but would have had at least at yeah. least three penalties that game. And because Man United were already in the final that year, they had made the final, and then the next night Chelsea were playing it. In my head, it's Man United Chelsea final again, a year after. It's redemption. I fucking I w- remember that. I now, wanted man. it so I wanted it more than anything. That would have been anything. unreal though. I wanted it more than anything. Gus Hiddink had taken Mourinho had got Oh, what a, no, Mourinho hadn't got sacked that year. Why was Gus Hiddink in charge that year? Because Luis Felipe uh, via, Scolari. Is it not via bias, no? No, no, that was 2012. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, we're 2009. Luis Felipe Scolari, the Brazilian manager, came in that season and got sacked in January or February, yeah, I think. I remember, yeah. And yeah. Um, Gus Hiddink came in and we were playing really, went to Anfield, slapped them 3-1. Now the return leg was 4-4, but we slapped them away, beat Juventus, um... I, do you know what? That's the only time I've ever fallen out of love of football was when Scolari was the manager. I remember genuinely falling out of love of football and not wanting to... Watch the... Yeah, not wanting to watch Chelsea anymore. That's that the only time it's ever happened. I remember being in the kitchen when we were playing in the Champions League away at Juventus in the first leg and Didier Drogba scored and I went mental and I hadn't celebrated for a long time a Chelsea game and that's the first time that I felt it come back I just felt it come back, but that's a, a different story. Um, yeah, Gus Hiddink was the manager. Um, and y- United y- were in the final, and, and this was my thing. This I was like, payback. we're going we're to get to the final because we had scored. Remember that? I don't know. Do you remember that Essien goal? 
a volley outside the box and hits off the crossbar, bounces then hits oh, the top. Oh yes, there. yes, so yes. Fucking, like a goal you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was was it that disallowed? Was no, no, no. no er, uh, early in the game, and he scores this fucking magic goal, and um, I was like, ah, this is it. This is fucking it. And then the ball comes to Iniesta. I think in the 89th or 90th minute, and he fucking smacks one into the top bin, and I burst into tears. And I remember screaming, not again, not again. I remember screaming and crying, oh, and mum come into me, Jesus. and I was in fucking flood of tears. Oh, God, love and it love. wasn't that was like the last kick of the game. Chelsea went down the other end, and Balak had a shot. And I, I think it was our Eric Abidal, I think, fucking puts his arm up to protect his face and it hits his handball. tricep, yeah. his underneath, which is a handball. Yeah. And the referee is in front of it. And, just and he just is oblivious. And Michael Balak, you'll find it, it's a gif on Twitter, runs after the referee in the referee's face, screaming at him, screaming at him. And I, cu I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I watched. And Drogba, after the game, got sent off. He goes up to the camera. It's a disgrace. It's a fucking disgrace. I remember that. That's where that comes from. I remember from. that. I remember that. So yeah. funny enough, that that always hurt more than 2008 because it was like... You were robbed. You were, oh, you, we you were literally were robbed, robbed of a championship. Basically. We might not have won the final. Who knows? No, no, but you're robbed of a final. And it was a United final. And it, it, was, it meant so much because it was the year after yeah. it was... The exact same team. It wasn't like we were going into the final against another European team. It was the team that beat us the year before. Your brother's team. Your <laughs> your first oh, love. <laughs> <laughs> your first love. <laughs> and, and it it meant so much more that United were in the final. Yeah. If there was, if it wasn't United in the final, obviously it would have really hurt. But I think the fact that United were in the final, I wanted it more, even more more than anything yeah. I've ever wanted. Even now, this if. You talked to me about what did you like want in football. You could go back to Moscow 2008 when Jerry um, Terry slipped. But that year after, when we got robbed, and I mean, like you hear that term thrown around, but it was fucking daylight robbery. Mm. That hurts me more than the 2008 final because what should have been another final, a chance at redemption. Interesting. I never really looked at it or thought of it oh, like that. It's still, like... It hurts me talking about it. It yeah. genuinely hurts me. I can still, I can see myself in there as a fucking 2009. I, w I wouldn't have even, I was 14 years old and it fucking tore me to pieces, man. I remember coming out here under the stairs where that computer used to be and yeah. mum was on it. Fuck it. I was in, I was, oh, inconsolable. What's the word? Inconsolable? In in yeah, inconsolable. Yeah, I was just, <coughs> oh I'm trying to God. think the last time I was re reacted like that, honestly, I think it was when I was like really young. Right to get to have like where a game had that much of an impact on me, or I was that upset, and uh, I do get angry and annoyed and upset, and I could be upset with the f max, max a couple of days, two or three days, hmm. but that just goes to show. I think n not that I'm not a fan of United, but I think the passion of the game of football, I can get over it a bit quicker than the likes. Oh, yourself. it takes me a long time, yeah. But yeah, that that that's just I think you just have such a passion. It's like music, man. You could yeah. go down. I wouldn't say conspiracy theories, but alternative news. I passion for that and humanity yeah. and all the rest that's a yeah. completely separate ball game but um that's very interesting i actually never really because we had bars all i remember is the bar all i remember is just barcelona united 2009 i didn't even i don't even remember that chelsea were in the semi-finals and who did you beat in the semis to get to the final that year oh man arsenal 
That's who you see, bet. You bet see what Arsenal. you mean? Your memories are better when it comes to Ronaldo football. scored no. that free kick from about fucking oh, 500 yards oh, out. Oh, was that against Arsenal? Yeah, that was at oh, the Emirates. Oh, get yeah, away. Yeah. Oh, man, Ronaldo. Oh, that oh. first leg was 1-1, one, one, or sorry, 1-0. Darren Fletcher scored. And then the second leg, then you just went to town on them. Ronaldo scored that free kick. Uh, who else scored? Uh, he scored a counter-attack goal. I think... I think Jason Park scored and I think Ronaldo got a second. Pretty sure. Yeah, it was. Jesus. The fact you can remember United goals too, man. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I can if you can you can probably say you could look at fixture from a lot of, you could but I don't want to go like oh from ten years ago, but that, like every season that passes you can pick out a fixture and you can say Chelsea two one or whatever. And you say or you could just say Chelsea versus Liverpool at Stamford Bridge this season. What was the score and who scored? And I can tell you that Chelsea lost 2-1. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold scored a free kick. And then Roberto Firmino scored a header. And then N'Golo Kante scored a goal. Do you know, I can tell you the, fi- I can tell you yeah. the score, the players who scored. I'm the only way I can that. relate that is like music and albums. Right. Like, you give me an album... I might be able to I'll probably be able to tell the year it was released, yeah. uh, how many tracks is on it, the names of all the songs on the back of the. If mm-hmm. it's a, if it, you know where, you know, that's the only way I can yeah, relate yeah, to yeah. where you can you can do that with games. You can go back and pick and say this 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 person scored. No yeah. more than um, Shetty's dad. Shetty's dad, like he he's like yourself, would watch two flies on the wall kicking really? the ball. Yeah, he's that into it. He could tell you because I remember uh, it was like a throwback on. Um, Sky Sports of United Liverpool and there was some games. game, yeah, classic games, mm-hmm. and it started. And I was watching it because I was a little bit going, "Fuck, I can't really remember." That. And Parik straight away scorers the score, what happened in the game, the controversy of the game. He knew, er- and this is over yeah. ten something years ago, and he knew because I'd be like that. Yeah, Parik is very same. He lo- he loves football, like, but yeah. um, yeah. So right, transfer window. We get okay, yeah, we we'll get into we'll that. Get into this because. Not much <sighs> to talk about on the Manchester United. Not really, things. not no. really. Um, Although potential signings, massive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Sa- look, Sancho comes. I mean, it'd be a Premier League transfer record. It will, but I yeah. mean, uh, it's going to be ma- like you know. But if he does finally pick up that number seven shirt, I mean, yeah. it's going to be fucking unreal. Like. Goldbridge says it right as well. I think. What does he say? Not a monumental, but not historic. There's another word he uses, but it's like it's pivotal to Manchester United going forward now. Yeah. Do you break the bank? Where do Man United want to be? Do they settle for we'll take fourth every season, or do they go we break the bank for a teenage superstar? Yeah. And this that is where every we go. club wants. This is where we go. Yeah. That's what Chelsea done with Kai Havertz. But that's what Chelsea are doing. Yeah. You know, fucking Man United now are at a crossroads where do they want to push on and get closer to the title and sign Jaden Sancho? Well, you could argue that they save the Jaden Sancho money and buy other players, but a talent of Jaden Sancho's stature, l- yeah, mm. to to make that signing would be some statement to say we're not messing around, we're coming back. To spend a hundred million, and they want a hundred and twenty million euro, which is just over a hundred million pounds. Mm. To spend that amount of money on one player would be a massive statement from Manchester United. And do you think it's going to happen? Yeah. 
You do. I do. Yeah. You do I think, think it's it gonna happen. Yeah. I I I, I would have been a bit more skeptical, but then the longer it's gone on, and the more I'm thinking, and I have, I think I think was it what was it Mark Gobridge? Oh no, it was someone um gave in a super chat on one of his on one of his yeah. videos mm-hmm. and said, and it was a point I was kind of like never actually thought of that. If they went out and spent the Billy Big Bulls money straight away, the 120, there you go. Straight first signing, Sancho. The other clubs would look at that and be like, they have the money. They don't have to spend over 100 fucking million there. So would that bump up their fee for their players? The fact, you know what I mean? The fact that Maybe. they have seen them spend that much money and think, well, they've spent 120. Well, we can add another 20 or 30 on to what we actually think he's worth. Or the so the leave Sancho last, get your other players in for what you reckon will hopefully be a reasonable price, and then you can... Yeah. Look, I don't know. I'm just... You I can look at that from both sides. You could say that from United's perspective, if they did the Sancho signing first, whatever, but these other clubs turned around and were like, oh, we'll add another 20 or 30 million, then my United turn around and be like, we don't have that sort of money after signing Sancho. And then if... Mm, if right. They then, which they have, they've signed Van der Van der Beek or Van der Beek, whatever you want to yeah, say. Yeah, for what thirty-five million pound. Uh, yes. Forty million yeah, euros. 40 million 40, euros. Forty-five million yeah, yeah, euros. Something yeah. like that. Um, <coughs> so they've turned around and bought him. If they sign someone else before Sancho, then they can turn around. Dortmund one hundred twenty million euro. United can say, look, no one else is in for him now. We can give you one hundred ten million euro. We like we've we've bought players. This this is the best we can give you. Take it or leave it. But then Dortmund are so fucking stubborn, and they revealed that he signed or they extended his contract by next year. So yeah, the money the money they want this season, they can ask for next season. Uh, I don't think they get the same amount of money next season for some reason. I don't think they're going to get 120 million next season. I don't. Well, it depends on how Sancho does this season too. Mm. He could have a stinker. That's what I'm saying. He could have a stinker. Yeah. And then, then what? They're not going to get 120 million for him. It's, it's, you can look You can look at it from... Lots of different angles. Yeah, you can. But the thing is, the main point is they want 120 million euro. You've got to pay up. That's it. No if, buts, or maybes. It's frustrating that they... they because we clearly have... The money like that's the thing Should you one of the we one are of, if we not are. the richest club in the world yeah, exactly if not the richest club in the world we are in england if not like second or we're in the top three but in that's the world it. but i sent you a text earlier you said that man united were in for regalon or regalon the left back yeah well for brit to your tweeted that there yeah. today and i was like well you can't afford him but you text me back said, fuck off can we of course we can afford him but yeah of course you can but we won't spend. That's the thing. We won't the spend. The Glazers. They need it in the back pocket. Yeah. There's the amount them. of debt that they've put that club into. They took it on debt, but apparently they've even, they, they took, it even t- took out even more money in the time that we we're even actually even more debt now. Like, it's, it's fucking, oh, it's, it is so depressing. Oh, they're a like. disgrace. An absolute disgrace. You know, a when piggy bank bleeding us dry. Yeah. When you, you know. look at Chelsea, from my point of view, the owners are backing the manager. Money, 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 money. Like we spent, I think, two hundred odd million. Well, yeah, but you had a, you you were sitting on a lot of money. You had true, the Hazard deal. True. You had Courtois. Yeah, but if you think the Glazers, if if they were sitting on that hundred eighty million that we got from they'd sp- Hazard yeah, and Morata, sp- yeah. w- where would that go? That wouldn't go all on transfers. No, no. Every single penny of that money that we got for Hazard and for Morata is gone spent transfers. on transfers. Glazers wouldn't do that. No fucking way. Not a chance. That's the difference. That's the difference with our owners. Greed. Yeah, massively. 
Well, your your owner's already a billionaire, so what he probably doesn't look at. He probably doesn't care. Well, I don't know. He he didn't care for a little while there, not as in he didn't really. He wasn't invested anymore. He kind of. But he has probably seen what Frank has done with the squad he had, no transfer window, brought through the youth, mm-hmm. looked at that, and he's still finished in the top four, even though now United, where we had got, it was only Fernandez. Fernandez got us that Massively. top fucking four. Yeah, you lost what was it? You Look at us before Christmas. Good. In January, before this whole COVID thing happened, I think we lost to Burnley, and Two it was now. like, yeah, and it was like, right, Ollie, I'm sorry. I remember, do you know why I remember that? I remember I was out at a. Um, uh, a birthday in college, a house party. And I remember it was an evening kickoff and I remember looking at the score and it fucking 2-0 Burnley and my mouth hit the floor. And my girlfriend now, um, she she saw my reaction and I fucking bolted out of this house and I rang you straight away. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And you're like, oh man, I don't know. I don't know. But like that, I, that's how big of a shock it was. Like my jaw dropped, and some someone like people around me thought something bad, bad happened. I come back into the room and he's like, "You okay?" Everyone's like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "Man, you know I lost two 0 on to Burnley." <laughs> Everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. And then you signed Fernandez, and then that's history. I suppose he's completely turned it around. Now people. Say Penandes and Man or Penchester United. Oh, because pen- he's getting all the penalties. Look, uh, a penalty is a penalty at the end of the it's day. Part of the game of football, lads. Exactly. I'm a sorry, is a penalty, it's part of the game of football. Um, no, he he has brought this vigor, I suppose, to the team with just His this attitude, yeah, man, as he's well. Like he just wants to win. He's but a apparently, winner. Van der Beek is a v- oh, Van der Beek. Sorry, is, isn't it Van der Beek? It's not Beek, it, is it? it? Look, you, you can read it as Van der Beek. I think it's pronounced Van der Beek. Well, I'd rather, you know, Van der Beek. Yeah. Um, apparently, he has a very similar attitude as well. Yeah, but that's what Ollie said when he announced him. He said his, his you, you've got the footballing abilities as well, but he says you have to have the personality. That's the thing about Ollie. He wants players that want to play for this club, exactly. have a certain attitude about them. That's how it should be. Yeah, but yeah, so... Uh, you see Alexis Sanchez's comments yesterday or the day before. Disgusting. Yeah, like disgusting. you should never be signing a player like that. Disgusting. Never. Yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't the manager signing. No, of course that it wasn't Mourinho no, signing. That no was a fucking Ed and his little fucking oh, uh, we'll sell shirts and we get yeah. a load of money. Yeah, fucking bastard. Yeah, but uh, there's another thing I wanted to go into. Well, we haven't even fucking got right. You need to because our our transfer window is shit so far. Yeah, look, you've signed so big. I think you will get Sancho. Uh, whether you get another player on top of that, I don't know. I'm hoping we get another defender, but you need if, if we back. got if we got sa- yeah, we do, we do you need a centre back. <sighs> you know, there's, there's a lot of position. You need a backup left back. Yeah, you need another centre back. Yeah, I'd say you're okay for right back if Brandon Williams is right footed. He's a full back. He could be cover for uh, Wambasaka. Mm. You've got the yeah. midfield now. You've got depth in midfield because yeah. of the Van der Beek. Um, Martial, if he gets injured, you've got Greenwood. And uh, Rashford, they can all interchange. Yeah, Rashford, if you get Sancho, Greenwood, Martial, you're pretty okay for your front line. It's just the centre-back. And then if the Glazers weren't fucking tight, you get a backup left-back as well. But other than that, um, you're looking pretty okay. But whether you sign the players is... If, man, if you don't sign Sancho... Oh, do you know how we did... The only club that's in for him have laid it all out there for the world to see. Everybody knows you're in for him and everybody's expecting him to go there. 
personal t- things agreed apparently too. Yeah, but do you not? And but my, apparently, Man United are pushing this agenda that they're having trouble trying to agree the terms with Sancho. Now, some people believe that that's Man United's way of saying we can't do the deal because of Sancho. They're trying to make Sancho look like the bad guy. BS. But it's they won't pay the money. But I guarantee you, Ed Woodward went into those transfer negotiations thinking we will get a COVID discount. And Dortmund have turned around and said, no, no, we'll have our 120 million. Thank you very much. We're not giving you a discount. No way. In the words of Mark Gorbich, what a prat. Yeah, what a prat. What a fucking dickhead. It's the pink boots, Marcus. <laughs> I swear, man, if he had, if he, oh, you know what, uh, you know what, he probably did. He definitely he did. He probably fucking did. He the thought he was being idiot. smart going in, but all the fucking people talking about all COVID discount and clubs will have to And knowing the history cheap. of Borussia Dortmund, this is what they do and yeah. they get what they want for their players. Mm-hmm. The price they get, they get it. They're, they're a club that bring in young talent, give them a stepping stone, give them a stage to develop themselves, then sell them on with a big, ni- big nice uh, price tag to a, to, a, to a big club. Yeah. Done it for years, years yeah. and years and years. Yeah. Definitely. You going in there thinking, oh yeah, we'll get, we'll, oh man, how can But you had so Romano stupid? talking about in like, I don't know when March, it was, April, March, April, March, saying April time. That Man United expect to get him for about 87 million. Oh. Where, we, and if that was the case, he would already be a Man United player. If Dortmund said, okay, we'll take that, it would have been done. But they've turned around and be like, no, we want 108 million. Sorry to burst your bubble. I think that's what's happened. And now they're kind of like, fuck, can we do it? It's an awful amount of money. So what, so what makes you think then that we're going to sign him? I don't know. I just, you can't, you can't not. Man, you basically not strip down it's to this your board. It remember, it's this fucking board, Mark. Oh, but this is a this is this is the board, but this is a different level of you cannot. But do they understand that? <laughs> I don't know if they do. The I don't know, man. The PR stuff that they would have to endure if they pulled out with this Sancho deal. From United, well, Ed's from house it. is burnt down anyway. Yeah. It's gone. As His family is killed, and massacred. We would, we would and never condone such things. But no, no, no. But pl- uh, no, no. Of course, of course not. Yeah, no, no, no. But no, but there would be fans, man. Oh, that will be outside his I house sw- well, with th- bricks. Th- They've done it before. That's what I'm saying. And it was what? What, what was that over again? I can't remember. It was. It was something Just not minis- signing players. Minuscule, but so, uh, compared to this, yeah. if, he, if they don't if get they him. don't sign Sancho, man. Oh, it's not looking good. It's it's not even. I, I don't know, was I talking to you about this the other day? It might have been Ellie, but funny, me and my girlfriend talk a lot about football. She's actually quite interested, funny enough. Oh, uh, I wonder why that is. <laughs> huh? Brainwashing she, from a young yeah. age, Mark, she you little dirty bad. <laughs> He's done the same to our cousin too. He plants yeah. the seed at a young age and watches it grow and he yeah. just waters it and says, you're Chelsea now. Chelsea. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... I was. Ch- I think I was talking to Ellie about this, but um, if you don't sign Sancho, what did the Man United squad think? Oh. Like, they're like, if, if you, man, let, just think about it for a second. If you're a Man United player and you're looking at Chelsea, who finished on the exact same points as you, and you go, they've signed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and they're not even done. You look at that and they've signed seven players and you've signed one. And if you don't sign Sancho, they're thinking, uh, Man United went far, went far in Europe. Man United have only had two, three weeks off. And look, they get an extra week. Per, but wait, what's a week? Do you know what I mean? Like a, a lot of the fatigue and everything will be mental as well. And they're thinking, 
Chelsea have basically bought a new team. And we've only bought one player. If that's if if you don't sign Sancho, like how how are we supposed to compete with Chelsea? They will be thinking that one. They're human beings. You look at that. You look at Sky Sports News and everything. They they have it all. We see it in the Spurs documentary that all the players have Sky Sports on on the telly in the morning, the canteen when they train and stuff. And you see the people talking, all the pundits and everything. Oh, Mourinho had to turn off his thing. They said, "Oh, Mourinho's passing." Like, fuck, oh, fuck off! But they see it and they read it and they hear it. They're human beings. If yeah. you see Chelsea have signed all, uh, basically a new team, by the end of this transfer, they will have signed very close to a new uh, 11 players. And Man United players are going to be thinking, how the fuck are we supposed to compete with that? There's, there's going to be games every two, three days now because of the late start and with the Champions League and everything. There's genuinely going to be games every three days and then boys are going to be fucked. They're going to be absolutely fucked mentally and physically from all the games that they're playing and they don't have the backup. What and if you get an injury? What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, I do think another side of it too, the, the ambition and the passion does drip down from the top. Mm-hmm. If the players are seeing that, like the board is not that ambitious, then why? Well, I can see it. The, the attitude, yeah, where the Chelsea f- f- uh, players can see the passion and the ambition through um, uh, Abramovich and through yep. Lampard that it was gets it's infectious it's going to put up on them too like and i you know oh yeah man. it's great for lampard it, you see all the kids coming through or whatever but then you see all the players he's bought now and he had his arm around the kids whatever this season but they'll be looking at that and be like right yeah he brought us through but he he's not mr nice guy he's not he's he'll be fucking ruthless if you're not playing good you enough, have to be ruthless yeah. you have to be he, ruthless but people have this persona of lampard as mr nice guy with the youth and everything He's like, no, we're we're not, and that's the thing with Lampard. Nothing is, nothing other than first place is good enough for Chelsea. He's a eyes. born, he's a born winner. He's a fucking serial winner. He's a serial. That's the word. He's a serial winner. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, and yeah, the, he's not going to win the league with the youth. Do you think he's going to be like, oh, I, I have to play these well, players? Well, you know, I gave him the chance now, so that's I better, I, I better no, not like, yeah. If they're not good enough, he's not going to play them. Yeah. Rightly so. Yeah. So Rightly he's brought so. he's brought in so far seven players. Look, bear in mind one of them, two of them won't be in the first team. They're quite the, one of them's a young. He's going to be in the development team. I think Xavier and Bayamba. But that's another another I think, uh, um, similarity or comparison with Frank and Ollie. I think both of them are pr- are ruthless. I th- yeah. I, d- I do think Ollie is ruthless too. Yeah. You look at the players he got rid of. When he came in too. Yeah. Good luck. Gone. Yeah, gone. Sanchez, gone. Fellaini, gone. Who else yeah. did he get rid of? He got rid of... Um, oh, who else? They would see them two stick out because they were the ones that we fucking did not want anymore at, at United. They, yeah. weren't, they weren't United players. Yeah. They were not the United well, Lukaku's fucking... Lukaku's gone. Lukaku, Ashley Young's gone. Ashley Young. Smalling's out to Roma, which yeah. he'll probably move there permanently as well. So there is a few players that are gone. Um. So I do, I do think Ollie's cutthroat as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, your transfer window has been. But this is the other side of it too, Mark. A lot of players, a mm-hmm. lot of players coming in in the first season. I don't know all of them going to gel that quick. Oh, you just don't know. That's, oh, it, blo- it really annoys me when I read things on Twitter like, "Oh, Chelsea have to challenge for the title." You don't bring in seven, eight players, which will probably be by the end of this window. Probably s- will be more than seven or eight, but seven or eight of those will be. 
in and around the first team, you can't expect them to come in and hit the ground running every single one of them and be like, yeah, they're a proper team. Like you think there's 11 players, you can 10 outfield players and you expect seven or eight of them to gel together and form a team chemistry because that matters and team morale and everything. It's it's not going to happen. <laughs> has Has Frank brought that on himself? The season he's had with no transfer window and how well he's done, mm. are people looking at him and all oh, the players, these good, good, good quality players that he's got in, world-class, some of them. Yeah. Looking at his last season, no window, bringing in some of the youth and still managed to get top four, still still played some very, very good football, some very, very, um, beat some very, very fucking good opponents too, some teams. First Have manager to do the double over Mourinho in a Premier League season. Just what's it again? Mourinho has never been beaten home and away in the Premier League uh, like as a Chelsea yeah. manager or he wasn't as Man United manager but Frank Lampard beat Mourinho as Tottenham manager away from home and at home he's the first ever manager to beat Mourinho in the league home and away fuck yeah. did not know that super frank so do you see all this like oh the challenge for the title has he brought that on himself? he loves it he loves the pressure does he? He, he rebels brought, it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's he, he. Man, as we said, he's a serial winner. Yeah, that fucking pressure. It doesn't. He, he work. eats it for breakfast. Like yeah, he yeah. Re- it, it, it isn't a thing for him. It might be for the players, but for him, he that's what's gets that's him what, up in yeah, the morning. He's that, like, yeah, let's fucking have it. You, you saw him on the touchline. You again. You think this Frank Lampard's Mister Nice Guy, but in that game against Liverpool, we we just needed to get a point to get Champions League before the last game of the season, and a decision didn't go our way and Frank wasn't happy and you see the fucking, the Liverpool bench laughing or whatever and Klopp telling him to sit down and count down and he just turns around and he goes, you've won one league title and you're giving it the fucking big one. Now fuck off. He's not Mr. Nice Guy, man. He's, Frank Lampard's won what? He won it in 2005, 2006, 2010. He's got three Premier Leagues. Like he, the guy is just a born winner, as you said. He's a born winner. That's all he knows. He thrives off the pressure. He'll love it. He, who, tell me one manager in the world that wouldn't have loved to have signed all the players at Chelsea Villa. No, it, no way. You've, it's 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 a good thing. It's a Roy Hodgson probably wouldn't have liked Roy, them. Big them, Roy, them Roy, oh, yeah. yeah. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> taking the face. So just, just, I just throw it through it. I think manager I could think of first was Roy really? Hodgson. Yeah, no, th- very true, man. That's 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 why, you know, from Man United, you're looking, going, what the fuck is going on here? And mm. I, Ollie, I think, has seen that. I think the, the 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 club and the players have seen that too. Which I think why Ollie's getting hands on now. Yeah. And going. He's putting the pressure on. He is, but he's going to the players. And he is enticing them, but he's also putting pressure on the board. Say, here, lads. Yeah. I want this player. I'm fucking. You know, he's going meet. Ollie's not stupid either. Ollie's he's looking not. at that and thinking, Chelsea have improved tenfold, and you expect me to work miracles with one player. He knows his job's on the line. Yeah, of course he, he does. knows. If this season more than ever, it's a re- man, it, it could be history repeating itself with Mourinho. Yeah. Got us Champions League. Done well that season. Wants to build on that success. And what happened? He didn't get what he wanted. He fucked the toys out the pram. Yeah. Got sacked. That's it, yeah. Same could happen to Ollie. Not that Ollie will throw the toys out the pram, but no, he will be sacrificed. He will be the fucking scapegoat. He will. And <coughs> goodbye. Yeah. But if you sign Jaden Sancho, it's just the whole mood of the place. The whole 
rival teams are like fuck. Do you know it's it's just one of those signs. It's more the, yeah, it's more than on the pitch impact signing. It's it's everything. I didn't actually yeah, you're it's right. Everything it's the whole club yeah. is just the good PR from Man United. This world transfer fee, world record transfer fee in the Premier League. Young world class talent, English talent. Man English. United number seven. You know the whole fucking thing. The whole yeah. club just gets this massive boost just from one signing, and that's all it is. And the whole place just gets a massive lift, and then everything's rosy again. Do you know? So, do you worry that the 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 signings won't gel, or it will take a, a it will take a while? Because there is a lot of players you're bringing it's, in, man. It's not that I'm worried. It's no, it's no. What I'm just saying is, there any, is there any sort of inkling in the back of your mind where you you're far more confident that these players are going to do well and gel? I I don't think they'll gel straight off the bat. Well, they obviously not. But like, I really. I, why are you look at Fernandez? I know, but in the door, and I wasn't that's expecting. One. That's one though. I know, but so, I'm saying some of these players might fucking hit the ground running. Others might. I be... know who I expect. Ziek. Well, funny enough, the report just came out this evening that he injured his knee against um, Brighton in the preseason friendly. Oh, that he might miss the start of the season. Oh, right, which is a shame. But okay. because they were signed early and they were able to train with Chelsea in late June, early July. I think it was early July. Yeah. They were starting to train. They've been training for two plus months now with Chelsea see so that, yeah. that's that's huge They're it is it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's Kai, an unfair advantage man Kai Havertz signed yesterday and he's got a week before the next game and he's come in for this transfer record Chelsea club record fee and people are like they see the price tag I see tweets on tweets on obviously on Twitter today from Man United fans saying oh he's, he's brought in for one million more than Pogba what Man United paid for Pogba so he has to be treated the same he's a 21 year old kid Moving to a new country, yeah. new language. Well, new. I say new language, but I, I didn't even realize he speaks English really well. But new language, John. New. I don't know. Did I say new environment, new people? New yeah, club, everything. Yeah, yeah. A lot Pressure of changes. on his yeah. shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's They're human beings that we forget. Exactly. We forget they are human beings. And they expect him. And you're gonna see yeah. the meat. You're gonna see. And the, the fucking thing that will get me right riled up is his style of play. He's so graceful and elegant on the ball it looks as if he's not trying <laughs> it he makes it look so fucking easy that it looks like he's not trying whereas he's just taking not even taking the piss but it's so easy for him that to, to it's so easy for him to play the game that he can be mistaken as lazy and not trying and the fucking english media will gobble that up if he doesn't hit the ground running they'll look at him playing and they see his play style, you know, the fucking Paul Mersons and the Charlie Nicholas and all these boys. Well, Charlie Nicholas, I think, got sacked from Sky. But hey all, man, the, yeah, he did, all yeah. the fucking field, all them boys are like, oh, 70 fucking one million pounds. Look at him. He looks as if he doesn't. And it just builds this fucking thing. If he doesn't hit the ground running, I'm really worried that even Chelsea fans will buy into the mainstream sports that news. narrative, yeah. And of laziness and do yeah. you th do you think Martial gets that? He gets from the English media. No, absolutely. but no, but do you think that he, he same as that? He's that he's great. Well, not graceful, but but he's just but so naturally gifted. That's his playstyle. That it looks that he's as yeah. you said about and, and because he hasn't got a smile on his face twenty four seven, they think well, he's moody uh, and isn't trying. That's and I think that's changed. You, you can tell yeah, now. Yeah, you do. He obviously does smile, but people consider him moody and no. But I I would have no. I I I do think. Um, I think he is far more happier now than he was, say, a couple of years ago. Oh, absolutely. You, you can see that difference in him. Now. But obviously, oh, he's not always smiling. But you can see a difference in the body language mm. and the way he plays that he is a bit more happier than what he was. But yeah. again, 
but that's he media, was getting that. He yeah. was getting that for his first couple of years. Oh, he's but not the media reading lazy. too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, that's the one thing. I was chatting to Ellie about it the other day. I don't know why she fucking listens to me half the time, but I'm just venting all these things. Oh, because she loves you. That yeah, true. She's listening to you. Yeah. She loves you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that I'm really worried that he's not he's not going to hit the ground running, and I'm convinced he won't because he's he's his first training session with Chelsea was today, was Saturday, and in nine days' time is the first Premier League game of the season. He's coming for a fucking club record fee. And people are expecting him to hit the ground running. And he's not going to. He's only just moved to London. He's, 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 got, he's got a lot going on. His interview here. yesterday his interview yesterday was his first in, in English. It's his first interview. It's the first time he spoke in an interview in English. He's come to England. He's going to have to speak English all the time. He's buying a house. He's moving. He's 21. Can you imagine me? So I'm, I'm just trying to at think. At 21. Yeah. Moving. Being bought for seventy-two million pounds, going to a that's like me moving to fucking Germany or France if I was speaking French in school, and PSG bought me at twenty-one years old for seventy-two million pounds, and I moved there and there's this. Yeah, I, it's not I your I first language. I go fucking nuts. I wouldn't be able to handle that. I know for a fact I would not be able to handle that. Right. Okay. All this, all this thing, and to be expected to hit the ground running, not a fear. I, I may look. I might be proved wrong. But I, I just don't see a world in where he comes in and hits the ground running. Maybe he's that good that he just comes in and it's nothing to him. And I hope that's the case. But you have to think all of those topics Factors, yeah. that just add yeah. up. And I just think the English media are going to fucking eat him alive. I really, I'm I hope, really well, worried. Well, I'm say, really I hope, worried. Um, you have that mentality from a Chelsea fan of that, that you can say empathy that you can put yourself in that situation and think, hold on a minute, there's a lot of different things going on. Said English isn't his first language, first yeah. time moving away from all them things that you just said. Yeah. How many Chelsea fans will be thinking like that? No, there's going to be a lot that aren't that expect him to be an absolute superstar off the bat. I can look, I can get it, I get the whole excitement and everything. It's Kai Havertz, and a lot of those people wouldn't have watched him play. I'll be honest with you. I didn't hear. I'd never heard of him until yeah, this a, whole a link people, with Chelsea. I only started I'll hearing about him properly last year, last season. Really? Through FIFA mainly, which right. is funny enough. Through FIFA, and that's coming from like uh, people that yeah. remark he is well versed in football and players, and his yeah. knowledge is is very, very, very good. So for you to say you only got in the last year, you've yeah, only heard because he had a really good season. Funny yeah. enough, this season wasn't that great for him. Last season he was class. Right. I think he got seventeen goal. He did. He got seventeen goals in the Bundesliga. This year he only got twelve. And this year was the first year. Well, actually, this might be a good sign. This year, he fi- he kind of fell off the boil. I think before January, I think he only had two goals from August to January. I think he only had two goals. And Leverkusen well, weren't doing be- well. Better than Lingard. True, yeah. <laughs> Funny, just a quick side note on that. I don't know, did you see this? But someone put a bet on Jesse Lingard oh, not to score or not to assist. I've seen it. In the Premier League this oh, season, man. and then with the la- basically last, last kick, kick of the season, literally. he gets a goal. I thought I was heartbroken. But for did him. you hear? Did you hear? Hear the other? Hear what's the word? It was more on that story. No, they paid them out. No, Paddy Power paid them out. Why, man? They felt like, <laughs> come on. Did they it actually? was a mad bet in the first place yeah. for it to be the last game of the fucking season, the last kick, the and last Lingard kick. goes and ruins your bet. The last fucking yeah. kick. 
They Paddy, paid him. Paddy Power paid him out, man. That was a horrid sound. I, w- I said the same. I said, well, because obviously now it's obviously going to be good PR and all the rest of it. Of course. Too, but that was very, very sound yeah, for them was, to turn around fairness, and say, yeah, do you know yeah. what, lad? We'll pay you out. Yeah, we'll, we yeah. will pay you out that for that. That was sound of them, in fairness. Apparently, yeah, I'm nearly sure I've read that. I heard that somewhere else. But yeah, um, yeah man. So is, is, is Kai Havertz the, 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 the player you're most looking forward to, the most excited you're about yeah. Chelsea signing? <sighs> Out of all the fucking 15 oh, players you I signed. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, there's so many. There's so, <laughs> so many. So I was taking the piss there. 15 players, but yeah, like, yeah, seven course. or whatever, six you I think signed. he is. I th- I'm very excited for Vern as well. But what I was saying about the whole, his mentality thing was he wasn't having the great a great season this season before January, before the whole COVID thing. He wasn't great. After the COVID thing, he fucking came back. I'm Superman. But, could have done with a rest. Just needed a rest, maybe. Maybe I don't know what it was, but yeah. um, he wasn't having a great season. And Leverkusen weren't doing well. They were expected to be in the top four, and they were they were sixth, seventh, I think. And the fans started for the first time in his career. And he's only twenty years old, but he started playing for the first team when he was seventeen. I think he made his debut when he was sixteen, seventeen for the first team. And this is the first time that he got any sort of backlash, at, and on his young shoulders. But he fucking he took that he relished that so that makes me kind of wonder he might he might thrive off it too you know he doesn't shy away from it he got people on his back and he just turned yeah. it around and had a fucking class second half of the season whereas someone like a f- certain Alvaro Morata got one little gust of wind maybe a little and he, he was never scoring again for Chelsea he, he was so mentally weak I've never seen anything like it yeah, Murata was shocking. Yeah. I remember you, man, going mad too when you signed him. And I was like, no, Mark, maybe just I think it was just the fact that we'd missed out on Lukaku. Oh, that, do you know what? We talk about, we talk about, uh, another side note here, we talk about the 2008 final and we talk about the redemption the following year where Rob... <laughs> Lukaku, when, when, when we signed him. <laughs> when I woke up to the news <laughs> that Man United had oh. agreed a deal to sign it. Lukaku. I'll never forget I was working at the time when you text me. Yeah. I'll never forget it, man. I'll never forget the text. I went to work that day like I'd lost a family member. I, I'm i not even messing. I felt sick to my stomach. I was so upset. Oh, man. I was so upset because I remember signing Lukaku in, I think it was 20, 2011, maybe. And he went on loan. Did he? I can't remember. We signed him when he was 18 anyway. And yeah, he didn't play that much, but uh, he played a couple of League Cup games, maybe an FA Cup game. Uh, didn't score, but um, went on loan to West Brom, tore it up there, and then came back to us. And I was like, has to be given a chance, has to be given a chance. Went to Everton, tore it up there as well. Then he came back to Mourinho, and I was like, this is it. Fucking the boy Lukaku. I just took, I don't know what it was. I just took a real, do you know what it was actually? There's a video of Lukaku visiting Stamford Bridge as a kid for the Andelect oh as a kid. Oh yeah, and I've he seen goes, that. He goes, you'll, you'll never see me cry. The, f- the only time you'll ever see me cry is when I play here and I score. That's when you'll see me cry. And when I just saw that, I was like, this boy loves Chelsea as much as I do. And I just took to him. And I always wanted to see what he would do because I just, I knew all along he would be a fucking monster. You've seen it for ages, and your I style of play would suit him. If you go back on my tweets, not on my Chelsea account, but my personal account, if you go back on my tweets about Lukaku, 
I'm giving Mourinho stick for not trusting him or giving him a chance because we went to David Moyes' first season, the second game of the season, I think it was, uh, Man United versus Chelsea. And it was nil-nil. And we didn't have a striker at the time. We didn't have a recognised striker. I think Torres might have been injured or something. I don't know what it was. But we d- we started with Andre Scherler up front using as a false nine. But we bought him as a winger. And Lukaku was on the bench. Now I'm thinking, why the fuck isn't he playing? Mm. And then he fucking... Oh, Jesus. He goes and misses a penalty in the Super Cup final against Bayern Munich. And then the next day he asks to go out on loan. He went to Everton. And then we end up selling him to Everton. And I'm just thinking... What could have been? What could have been? Fast forward to 2017, summer 2017. He's tore it up. All the reports are saying Chelsea. Chelsea. He's coming back to Chelsea. Yeah. And it's funny. Chelsea won the league against West Brom that night. on I think it was a midweek game. And it was a Thursday. It might have been a Friday. I don't know when it was. But Everton played their last home game of the season. And do you know how you have that, like, the not a victory lap, but like a, a lap of honour kind of thing, the last home game of the season. You applaud the fans, whatever. So... Fucking Everton are going around the pitch applauding the thing. Romelu's on his phone watching the the Instagram live videos of Thibaut Courtois in the dressing room celebrating the title. And Lukaku's in the live chat typing, well done, Thibaut, and all this kind of shit. He's watching it. He wanted to join Chelsea. He did. I think so, too. Of course he did. And whatever um, happened, it was his agent or what the fuck happened there where yeah. we nicked a man Riola, and more more money or what I know Pog- what happened. Pogba got in his ear. Pogba, he spent the summer agent holiday. Bull. Yeah. Agent yeah, Bull. Fucking cunt. Agent Pogba. Um, bit of a harsh word to call him. I don't even know the geezer, but still. Um, he spent the summer in LA with Paul Pogba. Yeah, and yeah. And Paul would have been in his ear every single day. Come to United. Come on, bro. Come to United. Biggest club in the world. Dead, can, yeah. I dead, get it. Dead right. But he wanted Chelsea and then... He I probably would have suited Chelsea better. His, God, the way the way he played that, football. He didn't suit us. He didn't suit us. He didn't. He didn't. Morata would have suited United more. And, and Lukaku, Lukaku probably, yeah. Antonio Conte wanted Lukaku. He, that's the fucking boy True, he Inter Milan now. That's where he is with, with Conte. And Conte. look at him. Yeah, 34 yeah. goals he scored. Yeah. Yeah. He he hasn't got the link up play and the grace of whoever you want, but he fucking scores goals. He does. That's what he does. Yeah. And that is what we needed in that Chelsea team. When we won the league and sold Diego Costa, that was the only man for the job was Romelu Lukaku. And Look, he fucked we, it. We don't know what happened. Yeah, we don't. We don't. But whatever happened, it, I think we just were having fucking if buts and maybes about the fee and we had to pay a certain fee for the agent and Chelsea just weren't fully convinced by it and then he was like then Paul Pogba got in his ear come on to United and then he just I read read a a piece from the Athletic saying that he stopped answering the phone Lukaku stopped answering the phone and they didn't hear any word from it and then bang he's a United player so it just got to a point where Chelsea just didn't go for him hard yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it was, it didn't go for it hard enough. And we lost him. And that fucking, that hurt me so bad. Yeah, you were pretty fucking devastated. Oh, I was, that, that's probably the transfer, apart from Rubinho. Remember Rubinho? Oh, man, sitting out there in the kitchen and yeah, it was like yeah. deadline day and deadline it all looked like it was going to happen and it didn't. And you just lost yeah. your life. Like, you lost your life. Rubinho to Chelsea. And so Rubinho to Chelsea. And Lukaku, 2017 to Chelsea. What should have been? What that, should have been? That, oh, I, if, Luke, if Conte had got his man. But look, you can look back and say what what could have happened or whatever. But 
fast forward to now with Lampard. If you had told me back then, yeah, man, it's mad that Lampard's manager. If Frank Lampard was to come in and be the manager, and you and you would sign your your club record free, seventy two million, buy all these players, and you got Champions League and you're looking really good, I would have snapped your hand off. I fucking wouldn't. If someone says to you, you turn around and says you are fucking mental. Get step the step 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 back, step away from me. You are talking madness. Like if that's some especially because we there's a few years that Chelsea board weren't keen on buying players they just didn't want to invest because I don't think they ever trusted a manager fully now the Lampard's come in so if you were to tell me back then that Lampard would come in and Chelsea would have in the first I don't know before 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 the season started that they would have signed seven players and big money players not shit players not not squad players but first team players seven first team players and Frank Lampard with the manager you're fucking crazy like no way, but now it's it's a reality now. Let's say with like uh, with um, Abramovich too, the r- the 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 rapport he has with Frank. Oh yeah, it's yeah. something else. But he's missed the Chelsea. He uh, like so I said, like going back when he played for the squad, and he like they they just have such a good rapport. They're like mm. they're they're both together, and they're both going the same fucking direction. Where That's I look it, at yeah. United, Ollie's going a direction, Ed's going a direction. A few other boys that were the fuck. They, uh, there's a, there's a lot going on at United. It's a club yeah. big company. There was a lot, a lot of different. It's a business. Heads. Yeah, but they're going on separate directions. Mm-hmm. Where I can see Chelsea are all together, going that That's way. That's the thing. It's Frank. It's Petrček. It's Marina. I f- well, and it's I forgot about Petrček. I forgot about Petrček. Those four looking in the exact same tunnel and going, "This is the way we're going." It's whereas you have Ed Woodward, you have the Glazers, you have Ollie. One's going down to fucking Sainsbury's. Yeah. One's going on a family picnic. Yeah. And one's on a plane off to fucking, I don't know where. Yeah, no, it is. It's fucking night and day. Uh, yeah. It really is. Right. Um.